Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. We got to get a camera on you. Not even like starting when we get on the air. We got to get it going live probably a minute beforehand because you have probably when, just as many little ticks as I do. When that last PSA hits, yeah, it's my version of before the show walking through the tunnel. I'm mentally doing <laughs> I thought it the as the PSA was after your pre-show poop. The pre-show poop today it was a poop, but most of the time it's it's, it's a, water. Guarantee there's always a poop. Drinking involved. a lot of water gives you a lot of clear pee, but I'm not mad at it because that's how it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But yes, no. I, I just I always try to you know you got to find moments to recharge and give you some momentum and when that music hits that intro and that the fancy voice guy saying the playmakers yeah top five just fantastic whoever that guy is he did a good job when he did that see I'm like a little bit more of a fancy version of a goldfish where I'll kind of like be <laughs> in my mode and then I'll forget like what I'm doing and then like just how much time has passed like I'm just like very quick to kind of have my thought and then I'll just have my next thought right and so commercial breaks happening and and just like a couple minutes past i'm sure i'm just like oh my god what are we gonna talk about like as meanwhile as you're like in the tunnel ready to be this i'm like oh yeah we're talking about this i don't want to talk about this anymore but we're gonna talk about because it's important and uh i'm glad that you are focusing in so i can sometimes zoom out you know it's a good bit it's a seesaw back and forth yeah, you know, exactly. And, you know, later on in the hour, we're going to talk about what, what teams need and what some of these superstars mm. need. And we help each other out. That's so true. That's, that's the way it goes. That's true. But uh, there's an article that came out earlier today on The Athletic. I wonder, are we allowed to talk to athletic people yet? Uh, well, I listen, ain't nobody told. A couple years ago, they told me basically not to talk to people on The Athletic. Well, guess what? They haven't told me, Lindsay, and we've had a couple. That's true. Including that's a, that's next week's fact. NBA playoff preview show. <laughs> okay. I'm just like I'm of I'm of the ilk of just like why would you want to put gates up around anyone or anything? It's a difficult thing, and well, the and the athletic is weird too because then now they well, well they're trying to do their own of, podcasts. They, but they got beat. They had beef with like every newspaper because of what Correct. they were trying to do, and then now they're bought by the New York Times and whatever that means. And Wordle, yeah, <laughs> Wordle. R.I.P. the Wordle. Did you ever play Wordle? No. You you be you be playing games on your phone though, right? Not as often as I used to. I, I'm trying to get back into the Candy Crush a little bit, um, but I don't know. I just like I've always been a big gamer, like growing up and stuff. And the last I don't know year year and a half, it's just completely fallen off my radar. It's fascinating I don't because think it's healthy. in Japan, like people aren't playing Xbox or PlayStation or computer. Like everything goes down on their phones, and it kind of like makes sense to a certain degree. Yeah, it's their small computer, their handheld computer. But yeah, Wordle's not for me. No, no, I just it, it, 
once enough people get on a bandwagon, there's no chance I'll hop on it. Like I just I like once it gets to a point of popularity, I my body will literally say, "You're that's not for you because it's for everyone else." But Lindsay, you can't do that with everything. That's, that's very, what like, I do. That's not like, but that's like how my brain. Like I have I have rules to be able to like survive, and and that's where like the rigidity comes in a yeah. lot because like that kind of helps me minimize anxiety and unsurety because I know that even if I don't know what the situation I'm walking into, I know what the first couple responses that I would have if this is the situation I'm walking into. Got you. Yeah. How was Game of Thrones? Because I didn't know you back then. And like, that was a super popular thing. What about? Thing. Oh, okay. So I got in. Uh, well, that's the thing. As long as I get on it early, I'm good. But like, then I get pissed off though because then when a bunch of people jump on and then they bring all their opinions up I'm like you're not even legitimate okay guys like you haven't even been here you bench this like in the last two weekends bitch I've been with this whole thing for years and there's something to be said about that too about like having to wait for each episode or, or that patience and just spending a lot of time like I spent hours researching that show and so like the ending of it was really sad for me and it wasn't because I think for the reasons it was for everyone else, I was just really sad that that like chapter of my life was ending. And then they did my girl Danny dirty. They did. Oh, they did. They we did don't her have dirty. Show to talk about that. I kind of no. liked it. How? I, I just thought it all made sense. Like her going, her going crazy because of the loss of all these people that were close to oh, her. Oh yeah, we all know how the, how the, the switch gets flipped. People are like, how, she would this would never be in the realm of possibility. I'm like, she's a Targaryen and she's had a lot of trauma. It's very close yeah. to her disposal. And we're talking best friends, we're talking lovers, we're talking protectors. The fact that they let Jon Snow walk past the Unsullied, just like, we'll let you go wherever. Like, but that's bad. He had killed her at that point. Lindsay, but it was a quiet death, It's though. the Unsullied! They know! What it's do like you if mean? you have a the roommate... The flew away! Drogon flew away! What's her in the hand? All I can think of is you have a roommate who the night before is crying to you, I'm done with him! And then the next morning he comes walking in with his key going straight to her room. What are you going to do in that situation? Are you going to stop him and be like, hey, she said that you guys were done, or are you just going to let him go on his business? Because why would he be showing up? If everything wasn't good or that they didn't talk that morning and that was a quiet death, Jon Snow kissed her and then ladies, listen up. If you're on the ascendant, don't weigh yourself down with some mopey eyed man child. Okay. Like it's really, they're going to be there. Beautiful cheeks. Like, honestly, it's okay to be alone, guys. It's okay. Because then at least if your switch flips, it's on your own terms. And then it, he wasn't even involved in the switch flipping. It was the consequence. Like, if he's not part of her life, he's not there to stab her. I just, they did her dirty. And they just expedited the whole thing. Like like I said, the Targaryen bloodline absolutely fosters this exact type of scenario. Are you going to be in on the HBO the oh, House yeah, of Dragon? Oh, yeah, 100%. But, yeah, I have to get in on, on stuff early on for me. And then depending... I don't know. It's just like I have so many different like weird shoots and ladders into rules into what I why I believe what I believe in the feelings that I have. See, my history like being because I logically like filter everything being like a huge hip hop head and then being a huge wrestling fan. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of moments in wrestling like everyone knew John Cena was going to be a star. Yeah. But the moment they started noticing, like, WWE is like, okay, you guys think he's a star? We think he's a star. So now he's the star, and now everyone boos him because he was hand-selected. Yeah. And now Roman Reigns is kind of going through the same thing. And it's like, well, you like these guys when everyone else didn't because they're your guys because you're the one who saw the talent. But now 
like that corporate is backing the decision, it kind of has put me off on being that dude. But it's very difficult because like in hip hop, I remember seeing Kendrick Lamar. I was at a concert. There was less than a thousand people there. So now I feel like I have more. Kendrick's mine. He's not yours, even though he's the biggest rapper in the world. It's just one of those things that it's a trait that I'm trying to change because sometimes, you know, you're protective of the things you love. And I feel like in music that happens a lot. Well, it's kind of like almost a secret that you knew before everyone else. And so it's just that protectiveness. That's a for sure. Like I get very protective of of particular characters or narratives and stuff where to the point like I I didn't want to watch Game of Thrones with anyone else. Because I wanted to have my own natural reaction untainted from anybody else's like laughter, just like how could they do that or whatever. Like I just wanted to have like that relationship. I think that there's probably a lot of people that would have that would say the same thing about their favorite shows and whatever and that, that kind of controlled environment because we now know that a lot of people return to the same shows that they've watched before because it's just it's background noise that's stable and it's familiar. True, and I was—I'll give Game of Thrones fans credit because obviously I, I watched it. I watched all the seasons the summer before the final season, but yeah, I do so know. So you're the exact type of people I don't like. I, listen, in this, I hear in this you, context, but the thing I enjoyed is even throughout that journey, like Jacoby, who brought me and made me watch it. Yeah, she didn't say anything. She let me have those moments. Right. I know that when things were happening, like the red wedding. Some of the the people that have read the books and knew what was happening, like they kept it quiet, and uh, thankfully they recorded well, it I, to be on YouTube. But it's cool because not a lot of some communities, like comic book communities, oh yeah, Thrones very respectful, very yeah. respectful, and that's the thing. Like, um, I'm not a spoiler person. I don't want, I don't want to hear anything. I don't even want to watch like the tr- I don't want to watch the Super Bowl commercials before they happen. Like, I want to have it like in that experience. But the people like that ruin stuff for others. Like, there's a special place in hell for you. Like, but it's weird because like with the comic book, it's not even that they meant to spoil. They'll be so mad. They'll be like, "Why well, didn't like the way the villain was used?" And then they'll they'll spoil something that happened right. because they're so angry about. Well, no, so and then they different. make the assumption that everybody else is clued in on because, to be honest. The people that usually that are the target audience of that think that it's their world and everybody's living in it because it kind of is. Yeah. And so like Thrones is just like, God, it's just such a, an anomaly. And it, it, and I'm so glad that they're reinvesting in it because it's just like a whole universe that you could explore. And I'm just like, I'm excited to see how they how they take it. That boy better finish that book, though. Yo, George R.R. I don't know. He might be one of those types that never finishes it because once you, like, finish something like that and you're done with it, like, what do you do with the re- Like, who are you? It's daunting. Yeah, oh, 100%. He needs to talk to uh, George Lucas and figure out. Lucas, thankfully, sold this thing and kind of stepped away. He's been gone. He's got enough time. He's got enough stuff going on in his hands. He's got his get own a, ranch. Get him a Coke Zero. <laughs> He'll be fine. The, I wasn't a Coke Zero guy. No, who was the SNL guy that always played him? God, I can't believe I'm forgetting these names. I'm just so bad. Like I said, like a goldfish. Um, this sports innovation rankings that came out uh, on The Athletic, that's where we started, and then we got on a complete tangent, by Daniel Kaplan. Um, there's basically a, a company that was founded by Angela Ruggiero, who is uh, one of the best hockey players to ever suit up. I believe she's a Hall of Famer. Sports Innovation Lab they call it, came up with their second annual top 25 list. The way that they basically uh, make this list up, the metrics assign values to categories, including generating revenue from non-traditional sources, a front office that is diverse and has a business intelligence division, investing in business accelerators, community outreach, having a companion women's team, and engaging fans so they feel like they have ownership with the club. Some surprising names on here. 
But the first four teams are European soccer clubs. And basically what Daniel says is the reason why uh, that we see that dominance up at the top is that the soccer world, especially overseas and just overseas sports in general, are a lot more decentralized than us here in the United States. Like United States, we're mostly self-contained. We have like a league that oversees a lot of things. So there's only so much, you know, outside choreography that you can do. But when you have a less oversight, right, you can kind of try things. You can be more innovative. That's a, innovative uh, overseas. <laughs> um, and, and so you're willing to take chances. Like they're much more involved in like the NFT market over there. And or you have like uh, one of the one of the big time teams I'm going to look up. I think it's maybe Real Madrid. They have like eight different social channels with different languages. And that's the hope because you want to be able to be marketed yeah, and to exactly. talk about. And that's where it's like, that's where we're kind of limited in the United States in the terms of like our league because most of our sports leagues are just marketed toward, to us and, and, and our audience and stuff. And so it can kind of put a damper on uh, creativity. Uh, this list is not about which team has the most revenue, though elite soccer clubs are at the top, but rather clubs that leave an air, lead in areas like fan engagement. This could be as simple as letting fans use highlights and social media posts. This is something like, like Major League Baseball. This has really uh, shot themselves in the foot. Does it mean that they need to be a little bit more relaxed with their IP protection to enable fans to make a highlight reel? Uh, that's that's a question that I think a lot of people, or at least uh, the informed interviews gave for this article I, and that's a very a, small tidbit but it, makes a lot of sense well it's it's interesting on on like the battle of if that's a smart move or not in terms of to me i think that's one of the things that the nba does best is mm-hmm. making sure their highlights are available everywhere from snapchat to twitter to instagram and you know it's diffusion. Some people, you're diffusing your message true you're diffusing and you're making it easy and accessible but then on the flip side it just depends on where they're focused on trying to get their money that's true because that may that I don't need to watch the game. I know the highlight and I know the score. Well, and I don't need to draw a line around these highlights because our our deal with whatever TV giant we have prohibits that. And so, no, that's an absolutely good point to make. FC Barcelona tops the list, followed by Real Madrid, Arsenal, Manchester City, and then the first United States-based team, the Philadelphia 76ers. They're, some, they got, they're invested in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I th- I'm trying to scroll down to see what they're... Uh... Even the Fanatics. and we, t- we talked with Joe O yesterday. They're, they're heavily involved with, with Fanatics. They're heavily involved in eSports. Yep. Um, yep. A lot, of te- a lot of teams are investing in those in the eSports leagues or they ha- already have in the last few years. Like, believe it or not, your, our, our Minnesota Timberwolves ranked 11th for most innovative sports uh franchises why one is the ownership one uh one is the ownership of the minnesota Lynx. also sil points to the team's database marketing a venue nba commissioner adam silver has called the gold standard and the integration of the team's practice facility into the mayo clinic sports medicine center that is absolutely like one of the top notch things like that's one thing that, that we do really well in minnesota is facilities because we we build it to spend a long time in there because most of the time it's real cold. Yeah. So we're gonna make sure that we take care of you. And when you have that kind, or or you see like NFL teams where they'll build their stadium and then around it it'll basically become this own mini city where there's apartments, there's restaurants. That's the hope, right? That's that they're the they are the landlord for all those. They're involved. Those are all technically their businesses. And so that's where it's like this this diversification is really important. Like uh, uh, Rogerio notes that. If you really want to connect to fans, 
which we believe is before, during, and after. And it's not just game day. It's not just for the game. You know a venue like Madison Square Garden has a very limited footprint and it is going to struggle in the future. Because if you just think about just like how existing in the New York landscape and then how transient that is and how you just kind of like you walk out to the to the street of New York City, like there's no like courtyard or like or like setup that we have down at T-Mobile Arena. And so like that development piece and having some place for fans to be, not just see, is going to be the future. That, I mean, I, that, that's a tough one for me because I see it. And and look, in Cleveland, the the Indi- the Guardians and the Cavaliers share a concourse and there's a lot of watch parties. And when it happens, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee, Toronto, just some of the Calgary Flames scene, yeah. you know, trying to have those 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 yep. those parties and and your hope is you have them outside watching the game as well. And of course, those apartments, those restaurants, those businesses that they spend money and things like that. But to me, when you look at New York, like the Knicks, no, they don't have a specific concourse or anything, but they're right next to Times Square. And no matter how amazing Barclays Center is, the energy and kind of the community that is the Knicks will kind of make that stand the test but of time. But here's the bit. It, like you said, even if MSG just opens up right up to Times Square, uh, all those restaurants, including that McDonald's that I've been in several times, they're not giving the New York Knicks or the New York Rangers a cut. Like, that's their True. money. And so that's where, like, these these cities that are around it, now that I'm thinking about it more now that you mention it, because – this diversification takes pressure off of teams to make money in certain areas. Like, uh, and, and with that, you alleviate stress. And when you alleviate stress, you're allowed to be more creative. And you're allowed to make more outlandish decisions. Maybe it's not your, your team owner isn't as concerned that you missed the playoffs for the second straight season because we're not nearly as dependent on the playoff gate anymore because I got this whole mini city that's helping supplement this money, whatever loss or whatever extra income I was going to get in the postseason, I've already supplemented because a bunch of these people that were eating somewhere else before the game are now eating at my spot. I don't want to be negative, but I think in theory that sounds good, but there's a lot of, for, for me instantly, my time in Phoenix, Glendale, yep. where the Coyotes played, they're in the middle of a, uh, it's what's called Westgate, and there's movie theaters, Dave and Buster's, bowling, there's everything, yep. and that isn't, that isn't used as much. I think... These owners are, when they, they get these if deals. If we build it, they will come. Well, I'm just saying some of these deals, like the Miami Marlins is a perfect example. They were like, okay, you guys are going to build this and we can charge for parking. That's cool. They said that they were going to build these restaurants and all these shops and things like that. They haven't. But because of the money that they got from building these stadiums and cutting these deals, it kind of takes them away from not having to do these things. Whereas on well, the that's, flip side. That's, giving, that's green lighting a project with somebody who is a bad investor. Right, which is uh, which is our politicians that agree to, right. to do these. Well, they're deals the ones that, that you're the ones that are greenlighting the deals. Yeah, and so like I, I I get what you're saying in that term, but it just in the in the context of this article and and what we're discussing here, I think we kind of have to assume. I think you always have to assume that you want to plan your structure and your scaffolding around what an overwhelming successful venture would be. Because even if you're not there right now, doesn't mean that you're not going to be there in the future. Like that huge um, area that's outside of the Milwaukee Bucks area, that, that that fear the deer, like the deer, what do they call it? Not the deer hunt. Uh, the, the, not the Not the, um, it's called Jurassic Park. We'll call it like the prairie or something like <laughs> The <that>. prairie. <laughs> but of just like, because Milwaukee wasn't anything until it was, right? 
And so it's you have to you have to build and support areas of growth before there's growth actually shown there. And I think some some these rankings are showing you exactly which businesses and which franchises have that mindset because I guarantee you there's there's fewer of them than there are of just the traditionalists where I'm kind of worried about my thing and the way that we've always done uh, our stuff. And I mean, even in the NFL, I mean, some of these teams are still family owned. And so, and like I always say, everything is just uh, office building with a couple of employees that are excellent at Photoshop. That's what the shield is. That's what the teams are. That's what they are. And so like when you have teams like this that can be made up of just running the mill, Joes and Jills, and they're going after stuff like this, you're like, okay, so there are people that are talented that there's only so many in the world that you need to get in your corner. And so it's just like people that treat people well and lure in the best talent are going to be the, are going to be at the forefront of all this stuff. No, this is true. And I also, we brought up the Sixers being innovative. I do want to give a shout out um, and European soccer, especially. And you brought up some of these teams have eight different Twitter accounts in eight different languages because they have fans that dictate that that's what they need. Um, One of the things they do too, is they kind of some of the bigger fans and some of these fan run podcasts, they've hired them to know we want you to be officially a part of the team. We'll Mm -hmm. give you the access and still do your podcast. And I think earlier this year, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers became one of the first teams in the NBA or one of the more popular fan podcasts. They hired them. They're a part of the Cavs. And it's things like that. Most that franchises kind of, would just say, well, we're going to do our stuff in-house. Yeah. And, and to me, the, the brilliant part of it is if, if you're listening to a team-specific podcast that you're is You're inviting on, the fans in with you along with the, their speakers. And you're, and you're, you're kind of giving a, a, a round of applause to the hardcore of hardcore that are listening to those podcasts yep. and bringing them into your organization. Legitimizing them. Yeah, and to me, that's innovative, and that's the smart yeah. play. That's exactly what they're talking about in the opening article in terms of fan engagement. Do, you, do your fans feel like they're truly part of it? Are they part of the larger fabric? And I, I just, with all of the fakeness and all of the, the areas that we're looking to sell something, that's really, I'm like, if everything's ads, how do I know if you're genuine or not? Um, but I mentioned you had the the Timberwolves at eleven. You had the Dort, Bar- Borussia Dortmund, you had Boston Red Sox at thirteen, Bayern Munich fourteen, Washington Capitals the only NHL team on here. Not shocked. I was shocked that there was any NHL team on here to be honest. But the fact that it's that one, um, Olympique Lyonis, uh, Cleveland Cavs at seventeen, Seahawks eighteen, Phoenix Suns nineteen, Warriors twenty, Rams twenty one, Brooklyn Nets, Toronto Raptors, Nationals. Trailblazers. The NFL really, it's crazy and it's cool to see a lot of NBA teams being mentioned, mm-hmm. only two NFL teams being mentioned. Uh, I do know that Gary V recently, he was on a podcast panel talking about the future of just going to sporting events and things. And one thing that really pissed me off was the fact that they said that in less than five years, more than likely, instead of getting ticket stubs, if you even get them now, it's going to be a NFT just ticket. Like, in, like your ticket as an NFT, that breaks my heart. Because the physical ticket stub, uh, it's just great for collections and you need to have it. Right. You just need to have it. I broke my – Lindsay, I went to the NBA Finals. One of the reasons I was so excited is like, mm. I'm going to have the ticket stub. Oh, 100%. I agree. It was a receipt I, I say paper. movie stubs. It was a receipt paper. I went yeah. to the concourse, like the help, and I was like, hey, work. It's cost-cutting and it also it creates a new market somewhere else. Yeah, it breaks my heart. <laughs> Why we want stuff to just like dissolve into thin air, I do not understand. But then again – Nothing truly is here for the long term except for the big-ass rocks that surround our fine community. Um, supplementing underperforming talent. Our discussion topic up next on 1140 The Bet. Guess who? 
J to the low, F to the AB. Ho, yeah, ho, yeah, ho, yeah. I ain't Mr. Right, I'm Mr. Right now. I keep women coming along. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Lindsey Brown, Adrian Hernandez, here until 5 p.m. ish. I mean, it's like 4.55 ish. I need to uh, hustle. I got a... I got a date with tennis tonight at 6, except I'm, like, right on the edge of not going. Nah, push through. Push through, unless you don't feel like it, Linz. What's going on? Let's talk this out right now. You really want to go through this mental gymnastics right now? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I you're just... like, I don't know. I kind of instantaneously <laughs> regret this decision. I was like, Linz, just gave me the warning sign. I like Hold wanna, on. I want to go, but, like, I'm in, this, I'm in this mode right now because I can't play as much as I want to that when I do play, like, I'm expecting it to not just, like, make me feel better about world and life and self. But for me to get there, I usually have to play well because I'm a very perfectionistic person. And so – I think at some level I'm like trying to be protective of of me or putting up wall for for some reason of just knowing that it probably won't be up to the standard that I want. But ultimately it's about going, right? And it's about just doing it regardless of what the result is. But it's just like I don't Especially wanna... this week though, Lindsay. That's my I know, main but thing. I just like I don't want to pay twenty bucks to like get pissed off at myself. And then I'm like, plus the gas. And usually I'm like, I'm so on top of things. I'm like, I, I I bring the outfit. I bring the right shoes. I do all this planning. Like most of my life is planning and finding lost things. And then I'm like, oh, well, you've been on like the last little um, nodule for your gas for like three days. You're probably going to get the light by the time you're going down there. And like, what am I going to do? Go after when it's dark out? Like, I'll, I won't go because I'll talk myself out just because of that. I'll just be like, oh, it's too complicated. I see. Well, I at least... Do something that that brings joy to your heart, which probably isn't going to the gas station, which I, I'm avoiding as well. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's the price. Sometimes it's the long ass line. But and if, you know, if you can find something that that just, it's a difficult thing not being able to turn off the switch of being able to go to and tennis. I'm such and just, an addictive personality too. And like when I get into modes, like I just want to go over and over and over again. And even like when I drive, like I'll get gas. I'm like, oh, I got gas, so now I can like go for drives through Red Rocks. Like a couple weeks ago, I was going through like two drives through red, the scenic drive per day. I'm like, that's a ridiculous amount of gas, but like I needed it at the time. And then I was feeling okay. And then, so I like naturally stopped doing some stuff and then now I'm not feeling super great. And so I'm trying to find different things to kind of help stabilize. But then because I've been telling myself, you can't do that, you can't do that. I've had, I've had to withhold was that otherwise I go off the rails. And then it just takes a lot to like chop down the withholding. You no, know? no, 100%. And sometimes, ultimately, if you don't want to do it, you'll you'll find all these right. different reasons. It's kind of like me in the gym. I think I said on Monday, I need to go back to the gym and get into my routine. And I haven't been able to go. But last yesterday, I wanted to be with my son because of what was going on in right. the world. And Tuesday, I got to get ready for the show. And like certain, there's these certain things, which is why I'm kind of like, just go right. and have fun and get some fresh air. But it's tough to know which part of you to validate. Like it's one thing to learn how to validate yourself. Like that's usually the step that people are learning how to take in therapy or their own self-reflection. I'm certainly there, but that's where now I'm trying to be like, well, not all the things that I want or that my brain is telling me that I want to do are necessarily the right thing. And I know what the right and the wrong thing to do is in like most situations. But when it comes to like this, you're like, well, do I push my, is it better for me to push myself when I don't feel good or if I don't feel like it, which I've done my entire life. Or do I validate it and then continue kind of that same cycle? And sometimes you got to rest. Sometimes you need to take periods of that. 
but it's like trying to find where that that stop point is where you want to get off the bus and you and you ring the the little string right because we're just, all trying to find because now now I'm because it's 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 a fine line between intentional rest and intentional enabling right yeah see you I, I love the way that you you think of things but then it's like yeah but this is about me and I don't know what to do with myself um it, it's just it's it's one of those difficult things and speaking of therapist and, and therapy I'm kind of upset my, my therapist kind of broke up with me no really not she wants to meet once every two weeks oh just she doesn't she doesn't think you need it weekly right now yeah but I'm like that's because I'm just telling you the positive things like I was happy because I went to Disney a couple weeks ago all right right there's things going on in this brain lady right but um so that's where you're kind of like I've I've looked at therapies at therapy as a place where I go to get fixed too and I, I think that's at some level, that's what it is, but we we but then we pass the buck off of what that what that is to them. There's a lot of pressure, like you just and said. They fixed. only they only know what we tell them. And let yeah. me tell you guys, we have biases. We have plenty of self protectors going up in the stories that we tell ourselves that we eventually tell other people about ourselves. And we've told them for so long that we 100%. think that that's actually true when that's actually a not the case. A thousand percent. And we think that like we're fully conscious and that we can like access all these things or like in the moment. I, I get this feeling all the all the time with the show. It's almost like God complex. Like I'll just think, well, as long as I get led there, the thought will come and I'll be able to go down that 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 road. We know that that's not true. And um. You know, it's just it, it's tough to be your own advocate when you don't even know what you need to advocate for, right? And that just shows you like and that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, and that and that's what we all have to go through. And that's yeah. why, like, when you're not brought up in an environment, be that at home or just society, which our society doesn't foster this type of mindset of not just validating your emotions, but knowing what the emotions are. I mean, we just there's so much. I just think about being shushed like just think about shushing kids and it happens like it like you gotta you gotta do things you got things to get to you got places to go but and it never works when it, but kids. when you're always in that mindset like I said when that's always your default and say your kid just wants to ask you a question just sh- I'm too busy well what if it's always like that and you're and you're always too busy for them and so whatever they are it doesn't matter because whatever you're doing is more important and so they start saying, well, why would I need to feel this? Because even if I feel this and I bring this to someone to try to get it validated or to try to share it, they're not going to do it. So I feel hurt. Well, how do I stop feeling hurt? Will I stop going to people or I stop feeling at all? You turn it off. It's so easy, right? Oh, that's, but isn't that That's d- a disassociation. Yeah, that's what d- disassociation yeah, is. That's, I feel like that's not the answer either. But no, it's just but you have to do it sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes your body does it for you. Like that's where you, you talk about like traumatized bodies and cortisol levels and nervous systems and stuff. Um, I don't know what we've gotten off Or just getting sick. Today. Or just getting sick. It's your body yeah. telling you like, yo, you need to relax. I think all the time about like these symptoms that I'm having and I'm like, oh, am I getting sick? Am I doing this? I'm like, well, you are getting sick because you have symptoms, but it's just simply your body literally telling you, you got to chill. Or I was, again, talking to my cousin, um... Yesterday on the phone and like his dad said the family's always had like in, uh, digestive problems, right? Like we, we just have like these weird kind of like familial things mm-hmm. like autism um, yeah. where it's just kind of passed down. And I'm like, Sam, at some level, I'm like, you don't need I don't think science could prove this. But at some level, I'm like, well, you guys are you guys are are Jewish, like ethnically Jewish. Who's to say that all of these years of being persecuted and being chased and being that minority hasn't manifested in your DNA as potential stomach problems because your body's always agitated thinking that it needs to be on the run, right? 
Does that kind of make like, a little bit of sense no, to you? No, it, it does. And I'm like, isn't that what of... generational trauma is or, or generational, uh, just like genetically passed down things? And the evolution of the bodies and everything. Yeah, because their, of... body, their bodies kept score too, and then it altered their DNA, and then that DNA is passed on to our next generation. And this so it, it would it would make like all these autoimmune diseases, and we're going to see a big increase in them too, because all of those are stress related. It is your body telling you it, it is not in a good place, or you're not taking care of it in the way that it needs, or it's overstimulated. And so, yeah. I'm glad we have conversations like this on air because yeah. in the sports world, a lot of overstimulation about. Who Justin Herbert versus Derek Carr? Are we gonna have this argument for the fiftieth time in the off season? Well, and we always and when we talk about sports, we talk about peak performance, but we don't talk about health. Being at the peak performance usually isn't healthy. It might be a healthy body for like what what you're asking it to do. But these guys are like on five percent body fat because they're running into each other at high rates of speed. I'm like, how oh, is that healthy? It's not, but it's a choice. It, Lindsay, it's like I, I think I told you while I was at Disney this conversation I had with Jacoby, who is not a sports fan. Yeah. And just trying to explain to her, yeah, Joel Embiid's playing. He has that mask on, you see, because his, his his half of his face is fractured and right. doesn't work. And then that 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 uh, little mask or whatever's on his arm, this little tape. Right. Oh yeah, he has a broken, fractured thumb on his shooting hand. Right. She's like, well, why is he at work? Because because it's it's in, work, but it's the warrior class, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's the bit. It's like. We ex- the warrior class is meant to fight tooth and nail for whatever it is. And that means you have to show up in whatever capacity you are. That's why we get so pissed off when people take nights off or they're back in our day. They used to play through all of these things. That's also extremely unhealthy. That's where you get into the disassociative things. Like as a goalie, as a hockey player, I, I go into a mode where I, I don't have a lot of fear. I really do. And, and we know what adrenaline can do to help basically cut off pain when you're, when you're in the moment. And so, like, when your entire being is focused on getting into that exact, not just mindset, but, like, body being, do you think that that just turns off when they leave the arena? Yeah, like, no. No, and this is, what, this is the rep. that I, I lift this weight every single day. If I do curls for the girls every single damn day, eventually I'm going to get some semblance of a bicep. Might not be the biggest bicep, but progress will be made. It's about the reps. It's about showing up to tennis or showing up to the gym, right? And so it's like, am I working up the right muscles? Is that what's better for my long-term health and what's better for my short-term health? And sometimes those aren't the same things. Because I, I always say, well, like, I got to stay on my routine, stay on my rigidity, stay on my same lines. Because any sort of deviation to me is an invite to just do it again the next day. Like I, I ate out like four days last week. You know when the last time I ate out besides last week was? I couldn't tell you because once I do it, it becomes easier and easier to do it because that, that's, that's brain mapping. That's, that's uh, all of just like what your neuroplasticity, we, 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 we're digging trenches. And so it, it's really hard to get out of those habits and get out of those belief systems because like if you think about it, if you're genetically predisposed, uh, disposed to certain um, just states of being and then you yourself have learned how to till the land to those exact specifications or your your particular um, concoction like of course we're all like these like little balls of agitation right we're just we're, all, we're all just trying to we're all trying to which cope way through. is up man 
We don't know. And we know that the brain, when it's emotionally activated or it's dealing with that, that logic can't really be there either. And so that's where I'm thinking about our conversations that we've had in the last couple of days of just like what mind control actually is and the state that we've been put in by our society and our leadership and everything else where there's there's fires everywhere constantly. And so how can we ever get to a point where our nervous systems decompress our chill and we're able to have conversations like this or deal with complex emotions and not shush our kids or shush, or, or move on because there's not enough time and just trying to do better in yeah. just in general and sometimes you don't you don't have the time to relax right you have three sometimes jobs you don't have the time working. to do better that's a whole different like type of uh self-acceptance too of not going for peak performance that's been a huge thing for me trying to like figure out um because it's not necessarily trying to find your ability to get there. It's about finding the ability to let things happen and you being okay showing up with what you have and that being what it is. I mean, we're in a performance-driven business, but but we have two hours to fill with words that aren't swear, specific swear words. As long as we do that and it's mildly entertaining, we're going to keep our jobs. But we're not in this to keep the job. We're, yeah, we're in this, to, do we're in this to, do, to make moves. We're in this to try to make an impact on people and to try to be, you know, a, a different type of community ourselves. And so, like, that's that's kind of like a larger purpose. And sometimes that can help override some of your own BS of, of going back and forth. And so that's why I'm like, maybe that's what I need to need to look at the horizon and be like, go to tennis. Because then at least you have a chance. And maybe it's a positive experience. I've had that happen plenty of times where I'm like, I'm in the car. I don't want to go. And I don't want to go. And then I end up going. And then I end up getting, like, a compliment. Or I hit, like, a really good forehand or whatever. I'm just like, God. My life would have been so crappy without this, and I was just this close to walking away from it and not having it, that experience at all. Those are the best times where you take a chance and it ends up being good, <sighs> and like chance. you're thankful for doing it. And you know, sometimes you do. So take hopefully we'll see. And even bad time. things, though, you can learn. You can learn from bad experiences as well. Right. Or at least that's. But the, it's that's where it's just like we know that our resiliency meter isn't the same. Where it's just like there's a lot of bad experiences to go around. So I don't want to taint something that I usually like with something that is going to be negative. That's what I get nervous about. Looking up the breakaway lyrics and my like Google's making it way too complicated. <laughs> For which pick song? A chance, breakaway? Pick a chance, pick a name, and break away. Literally like one of the best pop albums of all time, Breakaway by is Kelly it, Clarkson. It's Kelly Clarkson. I was about to say Avril Lavigne. Yeah. You would have pulled my white very, card. Very, very, very close branding, though. I don't I don't blame you for getting those two mixed up. That's okay. I'm, like, actually very pleased that we didn't get into what we intended to get into. And so I don't have any plan for the – oh, Adrian saves the Pro Bowl. Yeah, let's let's, save this. Let's, let's save that stuff. All right, love for the best. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yeah. Look, I got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They're trying to take away from a with the kid and pray for you adrian hernandez and lindsey brown the playmakers exclusively on 1140 the bet i know it's drake lindsey yeah i played this song called enemies because we we here in las vegas lindsey we got a lot of enemies i hope not they don't want to see us shine lindsey well that's probably true let's do this right now lindsey let's put on our hater block because they're out here and they're being loud, apparently. And and like you said when we went to break, I'm here. I'm here to save the Pro Bowl for, for the sake of Clark County. And I wrote these notes last night, very upset. And I know I was very upset because one of my notes was, whatever or whoever a Shannon Sharp is, which I know who he is. He's a man. Shout out to Mike Gundy. Uh, but he's one of the more egregious haters of Clark County, Las Vegas. And honestly, he's also hating on the integrity of tradition, Lens, Because... Mm. Last night, he tweeted out, when it comes to the Pro Bowl and the New York Post talking about it may be canceled, low ratings, blah, 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 blah. Shannon tweeted, knew this day was coming. I love the NFL, but the Pro Bowl has become unwatchable. I'm sorry, sir. Are you clamoring for the glory days of the Pro Bowl when men were on vacation in Hawaii, but they knew to take football seriously when playing in an exhibition? So I did my research like I always do. Stumbled upon the 2000 Pro Bowl lens. Peyton Manning, Mark Brunel, Rich Gannon, Kurt Warner, doing anything for you? I mean, there's movement. <laughs> this might do something for you. How about the 2000 Pro Bowl MVP, Randy Moss? <gasps> Nine catches, 212 oh, 2000. yards. 2000. That's like, you know, not 98, but still with lots of expectation. So that game was 51 to 31. Shout out to Randy Moss for the MVP. So yeah, super, super just important stuff to do, right? Back when men cared to work while on vacation. Here's the deal. We're saving the Pro Bowl, and this is how we're doing it. Number one, we're keeping dodgeball. 
We'll keep the QB accuracy challenge, the 40-yard dash race, and then the one-handed catch competition. We'll keep those because those are fantastic. That's like 90% of it. Well, that's that's some of the pre- preliminary things that they do. I also am going to add in a punting accuracy competition with circled targets throughout the field. A punting or punting? Punting. Got you. Yeah, we're going to see, and hopefully they can hit the targets on the field. If you played Madden 05, you know what I'm doing. I'm also adding... Hell yeah, great game. Yes, I'm adding a Ninja Warrior Warrior course excuse me Uh i want to test the athleticism of a lot of these athletes like can you imagine tom brady climbing a rock wall to me it's must see tv oh my god imagine how slow he would go (laughs) this is where things get spicy i don't like rock walls very much i get up like 10 feet and i'm just like "Ah, i'm good because then i'm I'm trusting my lanky limbs to keep my ass up there no way yeah as a a fat guy i've only i've only stepped on the first rock yeah and i'm like this is fun shout out to you skinny people doing this way up here (laughs) i am also adding and this may be a main event type of type of thing, but a four-team tug-of-war battle between the offense and Hell defensive yeah. line of the AFC and the NFC. Four-team tug-of-war is so gnarly. I used to run that for OS Olympics. I would do it, and I would put water buckets, like, you know, 10 feet back from each end of the rope, and then I'd fill it with, like, all of those, like, balls you throw in the pool that, like, get filled with water, and mm-hmm. then you'd throw them, and the first team that would get through all of them, they would win. Oh, fantastic. Field day memories, right? How about Floor is Lava? <gasps> With the a running TV backs. Show now too? I think they're bringing we it back. We might have to share some of that IP unless somebody steals that out of Seth Green's little could, USB port. Could you <laughs> An all pro addition for the running backs and the wide receivers, I right? I think that's going to get more play than like your Ninja Warrior thing because I guarantee you the agents will not allow that. But they might allow Floor is Lava. You can ju- it's easy to say, well, you're just jumping from couch to couch, guys. Even though you could probably make it something a little more gnarlier. But you could sell it that way. How about a punters and kickers strongman competition? Oh, God. What are they going to do? Chop <laughs> spaghetti? Who can get through it first? An ultimate frisbee between the conferences. I think that would be insane. That probably would be insane. But I think it's also probably a little bit optimistic to think that all these guys know how to throw frisbees. Like People think they know how to just throw a frisbee by it seeing, it, seeing it if they've never done it. Throwing a frisbee is an art. It's, it's on like art. it's on Fox Sports too at night. Oh yeah, I've seen it. The professional oh, yeah. league. Uh, the last thing I'll do before we get out of here because there's two hundred and seventy five thousand different things I added. Uh, I want to bring pro- pros versus Joes back. Shout out to Spike TV. Want to bring that back with some of the pro bowlers against just random fans in the audience. It's always good to get that perspective to show how talented these athletes are. Right. Is that what the what the uh, combines for? All these athletic things. I mean, they got to do something better than what they're doing. True. Which or is, they just cancel it. Like, what's wrong with canceling it? Then they have that? one week where they don't have anything on the schedule. Oh my god, the missed dollars. That's terrible for for us here in Vegas. How about an eighteen? It's going to be an eighteen flag football competition between some of these teams. Maybe each the Pro Bowlers for each division get a team, and then the winning team gets to send the money to charity. Fair enough. Either way, it sounds like a hell of a time. Just we like did the it. one. We did make it through the two hours. Aren't we impressive, people? Thank you all for hanging out. Uh, be well to each other, but mostly be well to yourselves. Use your blinkers out there because people are dying. And otherwise, enjoy the abyss that is your life. We'll be back again in 22 hours to interrupt said abyss. Until then, well, have a good one. Bye, friends. T 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.